I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Every week I forget how long the intro is. The music is just like, I always just forget how long it is. And like I had a whole bit to talk about in the beginning and then I was like, oh God, I just the awkwardness of sitting there with the intro music. Anyway, time to be a podcaster. Gotta get the likes and the analytics. It's episode five. We're still here. I've not been cancelled, which is an introduction to every week's show. Once again, audio listeners, my microphone arm is broken so if you can hear movement that's me i don't apologize i just i'm not gonna fix it because i haven't there's so many announcements today oh my wire there's so many announcements today the podcast gang is here val the giggly wiggly the real akumas but news flash we have a new real akuma it's a massive one he's bigger than the other real akumas i call him papa kuma so let's welcome papa kuma to the show yay Hello, Papa Kuma, you big thing. I wonder how many people have Googled what Rila Kuma is. The correct pronunciation is Rilakuma, so that's interesting. Um, interesting, a uh, second announcement. Oh, should we do that? Oh, we'll do that. We'll do that at the end. Second announcement is, of all the guests I've had, every one of them has been fabulous. But every episode, we talk about a certain person who's been a friend of mine for so long. And I think if you haven't guessed this already, then you're slow to the uptake. We talk about a certain person who's been um, featured in certain Facebook posts I regularly update. 
someone who consumes food from a can, which has been a constant narrative of what we talk about. So, Nicholas, welcome to the show this week. It's it's Jake. Hi, Jake. Hello. <laughs> Yay. Jake has finally come on a show. A man who openly admitted, I know nothing about movies, but everyone just kept going, when are you going to get Jake on the show? I'm, I'm going to attempt. I, I've seen them. I know what they are. I've watched a movie. The thing is, you've been in so many of my YouTube films. So, like, you know, I mean, I did Rachel reviews. You did the yeah, little peep. Stuff. Yeah, you did the little peep review and you did fine. I think you undersell yourself because, you know, you did that one. That was great. And then the other ones, you just acted in my comedy bits, which I was always. So, uh, my short lived acting career. I quite enjoyed it. <sighs> it was actually. good. When I dressed you up as a Nazi. Um, no, I wasn't the Nazi. <laughs> I'm getting into it already. My boss is like, delete. <laughs> They've said Nazi and it's been two minutes. Yeah, Jake dressed up as a soldier and I played a Nazi, which was a weird way to go about a film review. But Jake is of Jewish descent, so that was always interesting. Sorry, ancestors. Yeah, where I made you read Mein Kampf on screen. <laughs> um, Jake's got a little cough today. Excuse me. So we're just going to preface that. He's got his little water drink there. He's ready to go. But um, he's got some sort of traveling aids from Israel. Uh, yes, yeah, so I was on holiday visiting family. Very nice. And... Uh, a kind person on the aeroplanes shared uh, their microbes with me, so it's a common big shout out to them. Thank you. <sighs> Thanks very much. It's a common thing, isn't it, getting sick on a plane? Yeah, uh, recycled it, air yeah. and uh, all that lovely stuff. Mm. Mm. We'll see how it goes. I, I think it adds a certain huskiness to my voice. So you do you sound know. very radio mm. presenter. Alan's deep bath, mm. as you said earlier. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... We, we are going to talk about films, but I don't want to put my drink in the sun because it's going to... Oh, yes, everyone, hydration alerts. We are still in the summer. Last episode, me and Paul did it, uh, Stephen King, on the hottest stage. Remember the 35 degrees that You've just come back from Israel, so you don't really... It, it wasn't that hot there. What? It was, uh, it was hot to hear. But it's the land of Jesus. So I, I basically had to go to the Middle East to escape the heat. <laughs> <laughs> did you see Jesus himself, though? Uh, no, I'm Jesus, so... Oh, that's sick. You uh, are wearing I just sli- returned to You are wearing sliders right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus. The modern sandal. Oh, God. Could you imagine Jesus in sliders, which are more troublesome to wear than flip-flops, and then he's trying to outrun the Romans, but they're obviously on dirt paths, and they just flip off, and mm. he rolls his ankle, and... I'm, I'm, t- I'm totally fine with all of it. Mm. My big worry in modern society is, I think the big reason it's falling down is because people seem to be wearing socks with sliders. Oh, I was. What's that all about? I was at a wedding and last week, no shade. My lovely friend was there, um, and he'd been in the. St- I only went to the reception, and they'd been at the wedding since midday. What have you? Very, very hot day. All this other jazz. He's in his. He's suited and booted. By the time I get there in the reception, he's kicked off the the winkle picker, the wedding shoe, and he's wearing socks with sliders with a very beautiful suit. It's become okay. It's it's as if Crocs have become okay. No, like they've never they, become okay. No, but it's it's equivalent. Like, mm. like how, how society allowed this to happen. We will be talking about films in a bit, by the way. No. <laughs> We're going to talk about how my friend was. <laughs> but yeah, no one batted an eyelid. But the first thing I did was went, why are you wearing socks and sliders? Why are you wearing that with a suit? And he's like, my shoes hurt. And then no one seemed to care about it apart from me. And then I was like, am I the judgmental one or do I just really not like sliders? And I was in Sports Direct the other day and there's a plane flying over us i didn't know we live near hingsrow um i was in sports direct last night the other day and i was yelling about sliders because they were disgusting and the sports direct member of staff was like i know they're awful i hate them and we had like a whole discussion about it and uggs if you wear uggs well then do people still do that 
people still wear Uggs. Still the winter way. <laughs> winter is coming. <laughs> they've made Uggs are on the way. Oh, they've made Uggs into like slip-ons, so there's oh. no so like a slider, but it's Uggy for and your comfort. For your comfort, <laughs> and there's fur on the bottom. And I was like, it's on just the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where? How does that benefit anything? <laughs> you walk on fur. Um, no, yeah. So your the bit your foot goes on oh. is on the fur. Yeah, oh, no, sorry, no, sorry, no, sorry. No, I get that. Bit of a tickle maybe, but no, yeah. it's disgusting. And also, that's predominantly then a winter shoe because you can't walk around on fur in the summer because it's going to get wet if you. Yeah, anyone's going to sweat onto that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, sh- the shoe world. The shoe is terrible. Anyway, um, what do we do at the beginning of every show? We do sweet treats. Oh. I need to create a jingle. Now, you, I went around to your house last week, and you said to me, oh, I know you're going to get me a can of beans. And also you did, just would like to point out, you preface, you confessed that you don't just have the can of beans, you have it with tuna, which I... Can of tuna? Can of anything. That's not a meal. Sweet corn, can of sweet corn. You mentioned that the other week. I'll do that. Did you just neck them alone? I, I use an implement, spoon, <laughs> fork, chopsticks, if you will. Stab each corn, but you said you like beans and tuna as a. It, I think it covers a lot of nutritional bases. <laughs> I'm picking my can because that plus a lettuce, <laughs> and you're done. And all the food groups, iron brew, and you're good to go. <laughs> anyway, so I thought to myself, he's on to me. So I have to be on to you. Now, audio listeners, I'm I'm doing... Oh, there's a wire and it's awful. Oh, it's going my way. It's fine. Now, audio listeners, I'm reaching for Jake's... I had to put it in the deep drawer because one of them's really big. So we have a... Ooh. You know when you get a big drawer, but it's a faux double drawer? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's in one of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I had one of those ones. <laughs> it's an extender. Um, anyway, so... Oh. Uh, oh, are you ready? We've declined since oh, Victorian yeah. times. really <laughs> Your face to see what's in this drawer is so <laughs> Listeners, I don't know what's coming up. Okay. Truths. Oh, you can see the first bit already. Can you see it? <gasps> oh, look at this. Oh, someone Audio knows listeners. me well. Jake is Israeli, maybe not, but I got you a massive jar of olives. <laughs> yes. There you go. Now, for your, Thank you. for your canned good, you love burgers. Oh my God. And I I've heard of the existence of this. Oh my can. God. Oh. This might be my limit. This is it. This now, is going to push my limit and canned goods here. Now, I read the back. <laughs> 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 they say they're pre-cooked, but I still don't trust it. They advise you to cook them, but they are pre-cooked. See, now, what it is here, audio listeners, it says mum's choice with a tick. Wessler's four <laughs> burgers and onion gravy. Um, Mealtime's made easy. It recommends on the back here that you, uh, why not try Wessler's burgers with a creamy mash? Served with a side of vegetables as a main meal. Alternatively, for a satisfying quick snack, serve the burger in a bun, drizzled generously with our onion gravy. You're touching your body, Jake. Are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) Food eroticism. Um, What what I love is they've basically described in two ways the way we've been serving burger for about 100 years. Thanks, Tin. Thanks, Tin. High five. Thanks. They say they're cooked. If you were dissatisfied with this product, please write to us. Jesus, they got no website. Um, but there you go. They're made in Yorkshire. I'm sure that means so much. Oh, Yorkshire, where you yeah. get up half an hour after you've gone to bed. Yep, there you go. And to bed. but I just love the mum's choice and the tick and your little green giant olives. If you're feeling particularly like, do you know you my olive story? 
I remember when you. A certain person. Well, let's not dox anyone, say anyone's names, as we always uh, say. I was good there. Um, is this when you ordered a million jars of olives? Oh, order 20. <laughs> and I wasn't disappointed. <laughs> and they didn't last very long. <laughs> but why did you order 20? Um, fat fingers on the didn't keyboard. It, w- it was, um, yeah, it was ordered online, so I'd obviously made a slight error. Did it say 20 jars and you just press click buy? The thing is, that wasn't the only item I was ordering. Oh, yeah. There was like a plethora, you know, yeah, you but then your the weekly price, shop. And the price is going to go up. Yeah, I don't look at stuff like that. What? The fact that you ordered 20 jars of olives? Uh, <sighs> I, was ha- I was happy. Now you got, were they big jars like that? No, they were little ones. Because so that's quite big. That, that is a hefty jar. Thank you. You're welcome. As Thank I said, it had to go in the, the faux double drawer. I had to shove it Preserved in. goods. These could <laughs> last me a while. Are you actually going to eat? those burgers i feel like well one yes i will definitely eat them are you gonna serve them with a creamy mash <laughs> the, the the choice i now have to make because now i'm known for just eating stuff out of a can it's whether i even attempt it My, i would be fine with the pure meat the protein mm. what i'm gonna have an issue with i think with most people is there'll be some fats they'll be cold so i've got a feeling there's going to be some white stuff like, gathered around it keeping things warm <laughs> It says you just microwave it for two minutes or leave it to stand for one minute on the hob. doesn't say that you have to empty the contents. It just says you just pop this on the hob. Just put it on the hob. (laughs) I'm I'm going camping this weekend. Oh, look at you. I could disgust everyone. Who's going? People Uh, I know. I can't say names, can I? No, no, no. We try and be good. The gang. The gang are going. Oh, the the usual crew. Well, yeah, you could really upset everyone by saying, hey, I bought these... um." Burgers and a cat. I think it's disgusting. Ew. In onion gravy. Oh, I didn't know that. It says it right there, look. Oh. Uh, you got me now. Uh, is that a thing? Gravy is one of the most underrated things in the world. It's just a drink. It's it, a meat drink. I, I, I have drunk gravy. I'm sure a, your mum has. She drinks cream. Yeah, she loves all of that. What, drinking things that are meant to The brown liquid drink? gold and the white liquid gold. Oh, I can't even. I don't mind gravy, but I haven't eaten gravy since I was a child, <laughs> so I can't really remember Can it. I just say, mm. kudos to you, you're a very good vegan friend. <laughs> <laughs> and the olives have been damaged. You're going to eat our plant friends. Wait, what are olives? Um, A fruit, because they've got a stone in them. God, but so I made a mistake on holiday. I no. walked past the olive tree and tried one au naturel, and it was one of the most horrific things I've ever put in my mouth. Why? Really bitter. They must th- have to do stuff to it and let it... The brine? Yeah. I see why they do that now. That's oh. why you don't just get a plate of piled olives Ugh. without any brine on them. I don't, I've never eaten an olive. Do you like salt? <laughs> do I want to drink it's, the sea? It's, it's it's a bit like that. It's it's for when you want a bit of a salt craving. See, because of my diet, which is very limited, whenever I eat anything that's like even got the most minutest amount of salt in it, now I am so thirsty for so long. Like <laughs> if I'm talking like if I have bread, it does that. That's how little amount of salt there is in my diet, which I'm sure is not good. Yeah, then if I was you, I wouldn't eat a sandwich with anchovies. Uh olives and marmite oh god i used to love marmite 
I did on toast. So that's very salty. God, the, the before times. We're 15 minutes in and we've said nothing about. Yeah. We, I don't What's think anyone. What is a film? Well, we we haven't even said. Oh, I'm going to get to the point. So we're going to talk about Jordan Peele. Yay. <laughs> Yay! I picked Jake for this because. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. I was shook by the fact that you hadn't seen Jordan Peele films, and you and I are too. I mean, you know, we've carved a friendship massively, or both being very left wing, both sort of always discussing things like socialism versus capitalism, race and discrimination, and things like that. I mean, mm. you're Jewish. You've had a lot. <laughs> not you personally, but your race. You know, and, um, you know, so we, and I was like, I can't believe you've not seen the first one, which sprang to my mind, was Get Out, which is a such a great movie, like, in regards to modern day. I don't know if they're racist, but it's, it's racial profiling. That's what I'm going to say it is. It's like modern day racial profiling. Yeah. And I was just, like, so shook that you hadn't seen it. And then I thought to myself, well, like, so much of Jordan Peele's catalogue, we're talking his movement into horror here, not, like, Keenan and Peele, his comedy era, which, no <laughs> shade, was really, really good if you haven't <laughs> seen it. Um, like, as a director, it was, like, it's it's startling. It's so good. It's very well put together. So many people I know who don't care about movies, I've played them, get out, and then they go, this is amazing. This is fantastic. This is genius. So, yeah, I mean, I think we should start with Get Out. How did you feel? Because that was the first one you watched. Yes. Uh, oh, can I just say, so uh, I'll, I'll preface, I enjoyed all three. You liked Us. I didn't like that one. It was my least favourite. Yeah, it's correct. But um, I wasn't bored. I, Me. I, it definitely wasn't as good. What was good, What I think this is the first time in ages I've had a single, I know he's director and he's, he produces sometimes mm. and different things. Um where I see one person's films very close together, so you can notice patterns between yeah, the actual films itself. That, that was kind of nice. So, yes, Get Out, very controversial and sort of Sexy. modernly <laughs> epic uh, thing, so, uh, subject matter that it was dealing with, uh, which is was very brave. I don't... It's very difficult for me to say too many things, I suppose, because I, d I do believe with race, especially with um, what's been going on with uh, anyone of African-American or black or however you would like mm. to term it, um, ethnicity is it should come from the voices of those people. Like, who, yeah. who am I as this gleaming yeah. white Jewish pearl to <laughs> bestow <laughs> wisdom on their own suffering? You know, it is Whoa, tricky. Whoa, hang on a minute. It is tricky. I'm going to ask a really stupid question. Was Steven Spielberg Jewish? Yes. Oh, thank God. Because I was going to say you're fine. You can you can do Schindler's List, and, I, and then I thought, is he is he Jewish? But yeah, yeah. Okay. So I think it's it's Spielberg. It's I should have known. Yeah, lots of racially profile, but I mean, this is a a, an obvious link. But I suppose he's um, following in the path made by is it Spike Lee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not as intense. I know you've got Black Klansman that we we didn't look at that he was involved with, which is a bit more down that road, but. Um, didn't hold back. What I liked about it, it was more nuanced. You had to really Ooh, sexy fish. Word. You had to fish for the the, the <laughs> <laughs> nice It's not that kind of podcast. It's not that kind of podcast. Um, you had to really look for the little detail. Like it, it almost forced you to really pay attention to it. Yeah. Other than the fact it was really good mm. and um, very engaging. Um, lots of. Like, you could go to town. It rem reminded me of being back in school, doing English literature and trying to, like, analyse a poem, that kind of stuff. Yeah. You're going to get that deep. It There was just a plethora of stuff to do with race in America. Mm. I just... Like, loads. I loved 
the way from the beginning because every for one get out is so well cast there's so many good actors in it the dad i love him but his pal who he lives with his his black um roommate or wherever they are initially in his apartment the guy who looks after his dog the tsa guy um i love how he's instantly suspicious of him dating a white woman mm-hmm. so it was a really interesting like jordan peele was like hey i'm gonna make a movie i'm gonna make a movie from the point of black people but i'm not gonna make it so like anti you know uh like racism i'm, I'm gonna show that there is a both sides to the story is what i'm trying to say do you know what i mean like mm. he's basically like hey yeah we're sometimes a bit dubious of white people too just like you guys are judging us which is really interesting i loved how he was so suspicious of the white girlfriend from the get-go um he is literally the best part of that movie the, the his pal. friend yeah his dedication to his job is so was good top notch he's the was it tsa or yeah, something yeah tsa is the yeah. plain plain the fact i remember that means shows how much he got into he it he is a capitalist employer's dream yes do you know what i mean he's the guy who's going to work a 60 hour week not get paid for the overtime and just stay there and turn up early to shift leave late and go home and read the handbook like he's a capitalist not work dream. if you love it baby <sighs> i think he was just not like a wannabe detective so he poured all of that type of energy into his it was well. Thank God job. he did it though, because you needed him to do it. Yes. Because he solved the crime. Um, he solved the crime. He was just brilliant, and I loved that there was a comedic relief in it. And I did feel that it was like desperately needed because otherwise it would have been a very sort of like closed in and claustrophobic movie. And then to have the friend where you can dart between the real world and this sort of like cult like uh, house he's in with these with the white parents because they're in the middle of nowhere. They're very rich. It's very affluent. You know what I mean? And they're like completely shut away. Even their servants live on site, the two black people, um, which they've obviously... Imagine being (laughs) her... She's white. You're black. You go to her rich, white, middle-class, suburban living parents. Were they southern? Because I kept trying to think... The figure that out there was a twang there was a topography that made me think southern as well when you look at the surroundings of the house and obviously the uh, like a plantation yeah the, co- the architecture of the house so if they did think that then yeah that did come through and imagine turning up and the first thing that happens is you notice that they have two black living servants yeah, yeah. Oh, you could see it on old daniel's face it's too much i would die i would die do you know what i mean it's just absolutely also with obviously me and you have known i'm going a bit left field here me and you have known a daniel kalua for years and years and years and years from when he was in psychoville and kid adulthood and kid adulthood yeah yeah, and skins and stuff like that so i don't know if you do this whenever i see him playing an american now all i've got in my head is him going all right bruv yeah yeah, he's so he did he's like proper full on modern yeah. London accent. His his career started with such English roots. As I said, kidulthood, huge. I mean, I didn't really personally like it, but people loved it. You know, things like Psychoville that came from League of Gentlemen, which is classic British comedy, yeah. being in skins, which was just renowned. Oh, I forgot he was in that. Yeah, he was in skins, yeah, bit yeah, part yeah, in skins. Yeah. He used to be fat, maybe that's why you forgot. <laughs> he has <laughs> he's he looks great now. He's lost a lot of weight. He looks really good, but he was a chubby man in back in his heyday. He doesn't look any older. He's done well. Mm. Yeah, he just got thin. face cream. That's all he does. Oh, okay. He just got thin. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and he's got this... And that was another thing. I explained to all the people I've watched it with, he's not American. And they're like, no. And I'm like, you yeah, know, no, he's like thick London accent. You know, if not a London accent, he's British anyway. And they're like, you know, he does really, really, really good. And well, I'm he's, like, he's like A-list, like A++++ Hollywood now, isn't he? not sure he's like uh, he's been put forward to win academy awards and stuff hasn't he pretty sure he has where's my academy award (laughs) 
you know, I haven't acted. <laughs> I did. I did a video this morning where I was in the bathtub with my blow-up alien boyfriend. Oh. But that's for How'd that go? It's for a different platform. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, it was proper funny, dude. I put, like, romantic candles and music, like, oh. soft music to it, and it was so funny, and then it's me just slow motion. Oh, just yeah. Oh, yeah. Soothing bath time, relax. Just weird. I don't know what I was doing. I couldn't sleep. I was like, I'll just <laughs> make content rather than lay here and watch podcasts and stuff. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean... The whole movie is uncomfortable from the minute you start. I was just thinking that. Yep. I've never had a film where I feel like the character's supposed to be feeling. Yeah. Like, what is going on? When the groundsman runs at him when he's outside. Yeah. Even this, I do that to so many people. Also, there was like the whole criticism of him smoking. So, and I know that sounds really stupid, and I know it's a gateway for her to do the hit hypnotism on him but it's like they even taken away his moment to just go outside and have a fag and just be like oh i can relax they can't do that without someone watching him and there is no privacy essentially if you think about it there is no privacy for him they are always watching him also do you notice like in tv and films how often people will just get up in the middle of the night yeah and go for a walk somewhere do you do that no i got up and i made content in a bathtub with an alien that's what i did like, no, if I, I wake up in the middle of the night, I'll go, oh, I'm awake. <laughs> and go back to sleep again. If I got up in the middle no. of the night, even if it was summer, like now, I wouldn't exit my premises. Okay. I know that sounds really odd, but I wouldn't. But yeah, he gets up in the middle of the night, he wants to go for a sneaky cigarette, and he can't even do that because the groundsman's running at him. And then the mother's behind him, like, you shouldn't smoke. Let him do what he goddamn wants. You've no, I'm just, oh, I'm burping on camera. <laughs> it was her gateway, though. Yeah, it is there for They gateway. made a big thing of it in the film oh, as well. It just made me so frustrated because he's got not a second to himself. Yeah. They keep unplugging his phone. Like, mm. it's just, without it being in your face, he's been invaded since the minute he got there. My favourite bit is the black guy who went missing from their area who's now dressed up really preppy and hanging out with so that older white woman. I didn't recognise him for ages in the film that that mm. was him. Yeah. And I kept thinking to myself, what was the point of the start of the film? What was the point of the start of the film? And then it, yeah. But the way he talks, hello everyone, and they make him... It was very 1950s or 40s. I loved how they... Hi. Hi, hi. Take a business card. I had a moment there, everyone. I'll Mm. have to go home and lie down. Like, the way they poke fun of white people is so good in that scene. The way, and then his TSA friends, like, they got him not looking like a brother, like, (laughs) screaming about it. I kind of, I'm, I simp hard for making fun of white people because we are gross and terrible. <laughs> loads of white supremacists just clicking off. Why are you listening to my podcast anyway? But um, yeah, I just absolutely adored that whole, the way they dressed him down and he had like the fedora hat on and he's just so gross and softly spoken and he's been pimped out to this like 60 year old menopausal woman and it's just so like she bought herself a boyfriend basically yeah of color that she could parade around her white town and that's what it is yeah that's what it is you know it's it's my toy it's my human toy i like the fact in it they tried to downplay the racism by saying oh we used to get white people but I voted for black Barack people Obama. are now in so they they oh. th- yeah th- so they're trying to make out they're like the total opposite to racism who are you kidnapping mm. Black people. Who are you getting? And then the way they're all like, I voted Stop for Stop feeding Barack. his muscles. Oh, that was so cringy. The whole like party. going to market, wasn't it? The whole party scene is, is so disgusting. It's so disgusting. Now, the, the funniest part, I, th- I think as well, because if you really watch the movie back and stuff like that, the girlfriend, who's obviously the main 
like evil in the film who's drawing them all in you kind of don't really know anything about her I feel like I knew more about the dad and the mum than I knew about the daughter. She's such a pawn as well, in the same way. They are pimping, they're pimping their daughter out. Yeah. What does she, she get She doesn't from seem against the idea of being involved with it, though. What does she get? Is she getting paid to um, do that? I don't know. Uh, she she gets fed the cereal she likes so she can eat it in very strange ways. Separate <laughs> from the milk, separate she from the milk. She gets to keep the toy inside. <laughs> But then that's the thing I thought, because you see all the pictures, you know, when he finds the pictures of her and all the boyfriends and the girlfriends and stuff like that. And I think to myself, you've got to move in with them or you've got to at least move to the town they're in. You then got to build up a relationship. You've got to spend a lot of emotional energy. Even if it's fake, it's still spending emotional energy. I faked emotions with people. It's tiring, you know, and so she's got to do all of that. What is her compensation for this? Like, you don't just do that for the love of your family. I, you know. Ah, it's only just occurred to me. Maybe her mum hypnotised her. Tea. 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 Yeah, it went from cigarette, cigarette, cigarettes to tea, 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 Oh, it's like people are destroying the Victorian. Do you remember, like, um, the woman in black with that just totally put me off? Rocking chairs. Um, Toys from the Victorian Victorian area. wallpaper. Lakes. Uh, <laughs> having twin dogs. Oh, no. I mean, you're talking about the remake. I'm, I rewatched the original 1986 Woman in Black the other day. The straight-to-TV one. Straight-to-TV. <laughs> <laughs> I remember so vividly. Oh, my chair's breaking because I'm so overweight. Um, I remember so vividly when we were in Trinity Place. Audio listeners, me and Jacob lived together in numerous various locations, bins, under traffic cones, such places. Um, and we also lived in Trinity Place with Avadia. I said his name. He doesn't live around here. We can dox him. And uh, another member of uh, who was in our band. Anyway, we lived in this house. And Jake was like, oh, we watched The Women in Black. It's really good. And, da, 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 da. and I was like, yeah, whatever. That sounds fine. It's also like four hours long because it's a TV special divided into two parts. And we did it all in one go, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, which was traumatizing yeah, 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 enough. Yeah. But I think that was good because that scene with her at the end of the bed. Oh my god. It's horrific. It's horrific. And I'm like But that's good. Yeah, I've watched a million horror movies by this point. I think I was what, 21, 22 at that point. I've watched a million horror movies at this point. And that scene when he's laying in bed and she just screams over the top of him. I remember being viscerally scared viscerally scared mm. and oh that's god what, yeah, that's, like I said, that's what you want from a horror film it's a bit like a theme park ride you don't want to go on a roller coaster and go meh <laughs> you want it like if, if a horror film doesn't properly scare me to my core yeah. if, if I have to keep my bedside lamp on that evening oh. to go to sleep we didn't even have a bedside lamp in that room no, no. <laughs> we but had a bed yeah. it was so tiny that room but um, I re- yeah, I genuinely remember being like quite fearful after that. I was like, oh god! And now we've got to go to bed. Thank God the the wall was at the end of the bed. There oh, was but nothing. But it's okay. We're not children. We're she not only ch- goes after those. <laughs> Get off my sperm, <laughs> mad wench. God, I also remember being so like put off by the scene when she's in the church at the funeral. Just there. She's Don't just know who there. She is. Yeah, I saw that woman at the funeral, and he's like, "Oh, there was no one there." And then dun, she's standing, dun, dun. Dun, and then she's standing in the graveyard. He's like, "Turn away! Don't look, everyone!" And I'm like, "Who's this woman?" And she was so gross. And then we went to see the remake, didn't we? Mm. And I was like, "Yeah." I quite liked it. Not Daniel Radcliffe. 
Ne- never Daniel Radcliffe. There's a but really I, li- I like it. I rewatched that movie. Um, and I love, obviously, being a film critic, you know it's more. There's the weirdest cutscene where they're doing something, and he's about to get on the, to go on the train to go to Eel Marsh and stuff like yeah. that. And there's just a cutscene, and then there's no build up to it. And he just is holding the child's head. He goes, "You look just like your mother," and then gets on the train. And it's such a weird like way to execute mm. one piece of no goodbye, no goodbye to the nanny, no goodbye. Just hold. You look like your mum. Well, that's what fathers did in those days. Didn't you they? look like your mum. Great, I'm a boy, and he just gets on the train doing that. Like. <laughs> Father, can we have a deep and meaningful conversation? <laughs> Russell newspaper, Russell newspaper. That's, that's what I'm they did. I'm clinking my tea. I'm yeah, clinking. Yeah. Does the fire Stiff need stoking again? No, I must go out and get some wood. Oh, God, yeah, but no, because in, they had electricity in the house, didn't they? In Eel Marsh yes. House, and everyone was all aghast. <laughs> <laughs> and then a child, a child got crushed by a cart. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading in Super Freakonomics... Audio listeners, me and Jake like to read about the economy because we're cool and hip. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading just drop it in there. Yes. Yeah, well, I was cool reading the other day. Yes. Yes. I was reading Super Freakonomics um, unglamorously on the floor of my lunch break at work just because there was no chairs. And uh, they were talking about how, um, you know, in New York, how houses are built up flights of stairs. Good, good callback to get out because they had one of those houses. Like in Friends. You know, in the front door, and you've got like a big flight of stairs off from the sidewalk, and that's like a weird. New oh, York yes, 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 yes. You know what I mean? Ooh, yeah. It makes me think of Home Alone now. Yes. Yes. That was because the horses pooped so much that when the, it rained, it created like poop river. Oh. So people didn't want that going into <laughs> their houses, like seepage. So they just built the front doors really high up. Is that like Moon River, but a bit smelly? <laughs> so I learned that from Super Freak. Not have you read Super Freak Economics? Have you only read the first one? A very long time ago, I read both. Like I'm on the prostitutes or the prostitutes. When we used to live in Trinity Place, I think it was around the time yeah. I read those. That's Trinity Place was a cultural icon. We watched pets. two lounges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had this weird house where it was downstairs with a kitchen and a lounge and a toilet. Toilet had to be a toilet. How many toilets were in this house? And you went upstairs. Toilets and stairs. Toilets and stairs. <laughs> then you went upstairs. There was another toilet, your bedroom, and another lounge. Then you went upstairs. There was another toilet and two bedrooms. <laughs> Just the weirdest house. We never went in that lounge. I occasionally played Red Dead Redemption in it. We went in there. First one. We went in there once after a night out, and I gave your housemate a birthday cake with plastic caps stuck on the top. Oh, well remembered. Yes, you did. And he yes. was drunk and smashed the cake, and then everyone ate the crumbs. And it's great. And then we finished watching Get Out, and that was a good <laughs> review. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, a movie we'd seen. <laughs> yeah, I think Get Out is my favorite. We'll get, we'll get back to it. Not where we lived in that time. We watched The Woman in Black, and I want to make more people watch The Woman in Black, but I don't think anyone will sit through it with me. I've made uh, Connor sit through it. I can say his name is fine. I've made Connor sit through it, and he was so scared of that scene with the screaming woman. Oh, the original. Oh, yeah. he, he, I won't, he, he was there when we saw the second one, he, the mm. remake. Um, they made a second one, by the way, set during World War Two. Oh, yeah, I've not seen that. Garbage. Okay, utter garbage. She comes after the orphans. Oh, I want to say the N-word oh. again. Not that one. Not, not that, that one. one, not that one. What is it? What is it? When you're sent away during the war and you're a child. Uh, the, oh, they had a little thing around their neck. Yeah. Like, a par- like they were a parcel. Yeah. They went on a train. Goodbye, mother and father. <laughs> What was it called? Don't get destroyed in the blitz. I've got to send you to the countryside. Evacu- I've, I've got the word evacuees. 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 And they're all scared of cows. So it's a bunch of evacuees. <laughs> that was the thing. There was yeah, a bunch of evacuees. And they sent them to Eel Marsh House. 
that's the premise of that movie. And obviously she's there knocking about in her house. She's not seen kids. Don't send children to that house. She's not seen kids in ages. So she's proper stoked that there's like 20 of them. And she just goes nuts. She's just floating around. Oh, but the build-up is what makes any horror and what really (laughs) makes Woman in Black. Woman in Black. Whichever version. Have you read the book, by the way? No. I'm too busy reading about the economy while sitting on the floor of my capitalist job. (laughs) I have things to do. (laughs) And then I've got Bill Oddie's autobiography next. Ooh. Ooh, he likes birds. Is it? So it's autobiography, yeah? He wrote it himself, Uh, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yes. Yes, yes, yes. That'll be entertaining. I think it'll be as rambling as this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm an audio listener, so I'm a big fan of, uh, of Bill Lodi. I think he's a lovely, genuine human. And when he got um, sacked terribly off Springwatch for saying controversial things due to his depression or bipolarity, I'm not too perfectly sure exactly which one he has, I sent him a letter and in res- you know saying, I miss you. <laughs> Fuck, I, I, I just sound like a, a mad person. Anyway, I did that. And he sent me a signed photo back, so it was all in good spirits. It was on <laughs> Hello Kitty paper. I hope he likes that. <laughs> I knew he liked animals. It was the most themed I had. I was like, cat. <laughs> <laughs> Probably would have preferred a. Do you remember when you told me to email Finch my? Yeah. Do you remember when you told me to email my boss who was harassing me? Just a cat. I didn't do yeah. it, but I should have. Just email my cat. Really should have. Get confused. Yeah. <laughs> She's gone but off the. And ra- you can't be sad with seeing a cat as well. No. So there'll be. Happily confused. She's gone off the rails. Deal with that. <laughs> Bought a lovely cat. So anyway, um, my second movie, because we're going to talk about Us at, at the end, because I hate it the most. Did you rewatch Candyman? Yes. Ooh, right, two things. No, one thing about that movie. There's a scene at the end. Uh, audio listeners, I have trillophobia, which means I have a phobia. <gasps> I was going to bring that up. I did research and everything. Oh, look at you. I'm scared of clusters the of holes. holes. Oh, the bleh. holes. Bleh. I was like... Trilo, trilo, trilophobia. Do you have it? No. Then why were you looking it up? Because you know I have it. Because it was very evident they'd gone for it when I saw his skin. Oh, I can't. It's actually making me... I want to get tweezers and pull things out of the holes. No, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. What do you listen to? Jake is... Pop them like a zit. Ah! Oh, what's going to come out? No, don't, 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 don't. All you listen to, I have a very... It's not severe because I would class any phobia that's severe as life-changing. I have a very bad case of trilophobia. I am viscerally disgusted. I never knew that. Since a child. thought you quite like crevices. Oh, mm, well, on the ladies. Um, uh, since a child. Uh, do you know? God, let's get into it. Come on now. Let's, uh, this is not me. It's this is chair. new news to me. New news. Right. I'll tell you how I knew it. And I remember very, very, very vividly. Being a child, and my mother would make pork chops. Not for me, though, because I didn't really like eating meat. Homer Simpson likes pork chops. He does, and donuts. And the fat on the top of the pork chops would have, like, little bubbles in it. Mm. Stop it. And I remember seeing it, and it just really making me feel sick to the point where I couldn't eat my healthy vegetarian alternative. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And it just, I don't know why, it just grossed me out so heavily. And then, like, that was the first time I remember it. And then I couldn't look at, like, honeycomb. I couldn't, like... Um, Sponge? Yep, absolutely hate it. Holy cheese. Pumice. <laughs> Zoomed in on the pores of a man's yeah, face. Yeah, just so much. Like, just so much stuff. Um, chain mail. 
like Ooh, as yeah. a as a thing like when i watch lord of the rings and they all wear chainmail i'm really grossed out for like some of the battle scenes because of it there's it's a lot there's a lot of stuff where i'm just and it's it's sadly it's got worse as i've got older which is really annoying because usually you grow out of those things but no i got worse so yeah the end scene where he's in the church and he's that way inclined yeah half his body mm, i was like oh god and i had to just sort of watch it not looking at the screen because i forgot about it and i saw that in the cinema big massive Ooh. a phobia big coming holes. at me in 3d <laughs> massive holes um but yeah anyway Candyman is i was so excited to see Candyman. i saw the trailer i thought this looks brilliant i love the whole art scene him doing an art project um it's audio listeners if you've not seen it it's a follow-on it's not a remake it's uh it's Candyman. like what 20 years later or something like that and it went, yeah when was which the surprised me i thought it was going to be a remake yeah so did i that's what i went into it thinking and i thought oh so how interesting sh- they should have called it Candyman four or something Candyman on the streets of brooklyn where gang signs uh candy man in the hood yeah something <laughs> like that. i can't think of what yeah most of them were in the hood but yeah, they, there was hood. There was hood times. The gentrified hood. They liked saying gentrification <sighs> in that film, didn't they? That's what I wanted to talk to you about. So also, me and Jake are very obviously being very left wing in our discussions of socialism and anti capitalism and and things like that and and our, our love for Mother Russia. Not that we don't have that. <laughs> Did Mother? You Ru- bring the hammer. I've got the sickle. <laughs> when I went to see Gwar, they had uh, uh, Putin come out. And they cut his head off with a with a the sickle from the hammer and sickle. <laughs> Audio listeners, if you don't know what Gwar is, it's a band. It's spelled G W A R. Free promo for them. Please go look it up. Their stage shows are amazing. They sprayed so much blood on me, it turned my hair pink. Uh, I had to re-get it dyed because it was awful. I didn't want to look like a scene queen from two thousand and nine. Um, yeah, and uh, the gentrification in that is the most prevalent part. I think. Do you know what I mean? Because you have to remember Candyman was all about him being in the ghetto amongst the poor because he was a, he was a servant boy, wasn't he, in his, when he was alive mm. and he fell in love with the rich lady. Don't we all? I mean, if I was poor and I could pork a richie, I'm going to do it because I want the money. Shortcuts? Yeah. Shortcuts pu- short to success. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, just my inheritance. And like I get it one day and you're like, nice shortcut. And I'm like, <laughs> I waited ages for this. <laughs> So while we're all shortcutting to success financially, in this economy, Jake, if a rich woman was like, oh, and she's a bit gross, or she's like, you know, um, something, I can't think, she's 80, all right, right, you're you now, and she's 80, and she's all like, oh, Jake, I'm a millionaire, and I've got loads of olives, and I'll put you in my wheel, come and bone me for a bit, and she's going to die in like 10 years, are you telling me you wouldn't? Make it till you fake it. Can't force a bone. <laughs> Come Can you on. turn on the taps at the drop of a hat? Why was why is why is my inheritance so big? Because my dad did the Viagra drug. Not that he did it, as in he was helping make it, right? Yeah. Come on, just pop a pill. He was one of the main people of that, actually. Big what, on Viagra. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. That's why Lynn is hoarding all my my moon millions. <laughs> Lynn. Uh, and I haven't got my shortcut yet. <laughs> Get in, Lynn. Get in. That's what I'm saying. Wouldn't you do it, though? Thanks, Dad, for making Viagra. I'd consider it. There you go. So, he's black. He's covered in honey. He can have sex with the white lady. Great. Shortcut. Then, obviously, in the 80s, terrible time. Everyone's got AIDS. Uh, They build the ghetto on top of it, don't they? White woman comes in again. Oh. I never put those two and two together. She's a white woman. And he falls in love with her, doesn't he? In the original Candyman. Yes. Yes. Because he's all like, oh, come be with me or some jazz. Anyway. Yeah, he doesn't want to kill her. 
to begin with. Who wants with. to romance the, the ladies, the yeah. white ladies? Oh, my God. Someone's got a, a penchant. Um, and so, yeah. And then, because it was a ghetto when it was all high-rise yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And the projects. The projects. That's the word I'm looking for. Thank you so much. Yes. And what they're in the projects. called council houses, but... Oh, yeah. Audio. If I think everyone who listens to this podcast is English. And if you don't know, then, yeah, the projects, we have an equivalent called council estates or just estates. Mm. So, it's just... The end... The ends. People call it the ends. It's just exactly the same thing. It's exa- yeah. It's exactly the same. We usually get houses though, rather than flats. I don't. Um, what am I getting into this for? Anyway, anyway. <laughs> we live. There's poor people everywhere. Deal with it. Um. So, I'm one of them. With very working class people. Another thing that we're fond of. <laughs> we're both poor. Figuring out our shortcuts. Yeah. So thanks, Dad, for the boner pills that you invented, which means one day I might not be so poor. And Jake's gonna marry an <laughs> old lady, thanks to my dad. Um, my dad's just up in heaven. I don't believe in that, but if he was, he's up there going, "You go for it, Jake." <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I wonder if they ever gave them, like, samples. Who? The dudes and my father, who were sitting there for years making Viagra. You, do, do you know the story of how it came about? It was a blood-thinning medication? Yeah. So they didn't know. So they were no. giving it to people not realising, well, what's your side effect, sir? Oh. My huge throbbing erection. <laughs> do you have some magazines and tissues? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, then my dad's team... Went and... Developed it. Developed it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, they were on it for a while. They were... How did you know my dad was a big player on that? Did you Google that? Sorry, yeah. everyone. That's my dog. Yeah, She's snoring. Yeah, yeah. It's good, isn't it? I found out he was quite high up at Pfizer. So, yeah. My father did some science. They're capitalist. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. my family was capitalist, weren't they? Yeah. Look at them. Like, just look at them driving around in their Jaguars and their Lexuses mm. and their... Lynn's got like three cars and she's one person. Like it's 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 choices, choices in life. <laughs> it's decadence. Um, it's unnecessary decadence. Candyman. Candyman. So, so we're just I getting really onto some it. capitalist what, trash. What I liked about it is there were times in it I thought, oh, they've rehashed this. They've changed the storyline and stuff. Mm. But then you carry on watching it. Ah, oh no, they've just given you more information that you weren't yeah. told from the original period. They've built a bunch of bougie houses on where the projects used to be. Yeah, because and, yeah. and I'll admit here. I wouldn't say horror is my number one genre when it comes to films. What is yours? World uh, War Two. Why do I, I want to like say the that? geeky stuff? Don't I? Oh, the sci-fi. Give me a fantasy land Have and you watched spaceships. Dune? Have you watched Loved Dune? Loved it. Do you know what? I really want to get into Dune because Kyle, I'm going to pronounce mispronounce the guy from Twin Peaks who I really like is in the original Dune. 
and I need to watch okay. it. But well, you've not seen the original? I've seen about half of it. It's, I need to watch it's, it. Um, what's his name? The guy you like. Kyle someone. No, no, not the actor. The guy who made it. Carpenter? Not John Carpenter? Was it John Carpenter? No. Was Why it do I feel like it was David Lynch? No, it is Lynch. Sorry. David Lynch. Yeah. So he shows how much I know about films. Yeah, I need to watch it. I do. It's on Netflix currently and I'm just like, oh, I need to watch Dune because I'm just like. I Sting's in it. What? Yeah. Sting. St- Sting. Is he doing a Otherwise tantric? Otherwise known as the police. <laughs> is he doing uh. a tantric? Um, he just looks ginger and pensive. Yeah, they made him ginger in it. That's quite funny. Why? Oh, but I forgot Sting. Did, did you see thing? the new one? No. June. No. So Sting you'll probably you'll probably prefer the old one, but then yeah. I think the new I one think is I'm going to prefer the old one because I like the way things look in the old days. Sting was in a movie with the Sex Pistols, Who Killed Bambi? Hmm. Yeah, Sting did an acting there where he was a gay. Just he was a he was one. Yeah, and he tried to uh, put the moves on the Sex Pistols. In the back of the car. Was it a good film? No. No. <laughs> no it was it was what's his face's idea. God, the manager. You oh, know. Malcolm McLaren. Mal- thank you, Malcolm they McLaren. They all hated him. Didn't uh, they? Yeah, it was one of his many goddamn money grabbing projects. Yeah. So obviously, in Candyman, it's it's. Love how we just go off on that one. Candyman is obviously they've built, they've gentrified the area. The projects are kind of pretty much gone, apart from a few. Like there's like that little street bit where he occasionally well, they, they goes. They're quite well to do, you can tell. In oh yeah, film. he's and like a famous artist. And, and she, I was trying to figure out, does she put on? She's a curator. Yeah, yeah. She's she she organizes so art shows. So they're living their middle class life, and th- I think they're in a gentrified flat. Oh, completely. They're part of the problem, and obviously he's a a man of color who's come up in the world, is living in this gentrified area, and then all of a sudden, in his mind, and I don't know whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, but he's like, I'm going to do a project on the previous projects yeah. and this mystery he had a block didn't he he yeah. was going nowhere people were dissing his art yep and then he finds out about this mystery of Candyman, and he's like oh i'm gonna do a, a sort of like a uh, go and look at the projects and hey let's exploit poor people's tragedy in order <laughs> for my financial gain yeah. and i don't know if anyone else saw that in the film but that was a bit that got me i was like you know we can all boohoo about knocking down the projects in order to build big condos you could arguably go for white people but no, there's a bunch of there was a bunch of you know African Americans who were then exploiting the misery of their yeah. you know and that is the modern way, isn't just yeah no there is no black. race no there is no segregation. I think there was one bit where someone said like oh they just build a bunch of white people condos or something, and mm-hmm. then I was like well they're in there and he's now exploiting their misery. Mm-hmm. Val's having a little sniff of Jake. So what I really like she's about after it. your soup. She's after your drink. No Val. <laughs> She just put no Valkyrie. This isn't for you. She's audio listeners. Val's Get out of my jar. <laughs> Valkyrie's trying to shove her flat face into a cup that is solely for Jake, not for you, Val. She's come. Oh, I think she's hot. What is she doing? Are you hot, Val? Go back to bed. There you go. Off she goes. Well done. Well done. Good for you. Good for you. So, having a so the bit I liked about it, and uh, it could be just my terrible memory, because what I was going to say earlier was. Um, like horror isn't top of my list. It's got that thing where it's better enjoyed. It's a bit like sex and comedy. It's better yeah. enjoyed with other people. And do most not films like having sex alone. <laughs> <laughs> It'll do. Uh, um, <laughs> but most uh, most times I watch films, I like to really concentrate on it, not have people like disrupt, disturb yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, I, li- yeah. I, I watch most films with headphones on these days. Really? Yeah, just so I really know what's going on. And even though I can hear it really well with the subtitles in case. 
Because yeah. I find her a bit like rap. It's gone a bit mumbly. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> your, <laughs> so, hate, your hatred for mumble rap. So, but for some reason, I'd really like Candyman. I like, mm. like, 80s style or, like, late 80s, early 90s horror. You were the first person I watched Candyman with, the original Candyman. Yeah. You showed it to me. Like, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, I like a, th- I like a hook. Yeah. <laughs> Choose the pun. Like, oh. I like, like, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. Don't fall asleep. Don't Candyman. Fall asleep. So, it was a thing that, that sort of uh, permeated in our playgrounds. Like, nice ooh, word. let's go to a mirror and say Candyman five times. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we d- did that thinking he was going to come. Jesus Christ. And it scared So, I, I don't know if... Uh, so it's a long time since I've seen some of the originals and I don't know if they explored this, but I don't remember there being different people coming and being the Candyman. No, as far as I... Uh, I could be wrong, so... Apolo- but I like that in the film. Yeah, apologies if I am wrong, but um, as far as I'm aware, it was the same dude in the first one and the second one. I haven't seen the second one in ages, so that could be a part of the legend, if you will, that I'm missing. But as far as I'm aware, it was the dude who got covered <laughs> in honey. Is that farewell to the flesh? Farewell. It could have what a tagline. Do you like honey? There's <laughs> 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 just the Cheerios bee on, on the front cover of the DVD case, you know what I mean? Um, honey nut loops. Ew, the sugar puff monster comes out. <laughs> Ick. He is I, a horror film. I don't like sugar puffs. I don't get why everyone loves them. Anyway. It's like eating air. It's just sugar. Mus- musky air. It's sugar and air. Yeah. How did this ever pass as something in the 90s that we considered a hearty start to our day? Kind of died, hasn't it? Cereal? No, I sugar puffs. Oh, well, you, you can't rebrand It's all about them. like, ooh, a hand. Brand. It's all it's a hand of something. A hand of granola. <laughs> A hand of crushed, dried cranberries <laughs> with ocean uh, spray, like Himalayan mountain yogurt. I don't know if that's uh, a thing. I remember mm, when we drizzle of honey. Mm. Ooh, yogurt, fresh Greek. In our yogurt. days, it was bowl cereal <laughs> milk. milk. Have you got the toy? You put it on your bike, and it's a spoke thing. <laughs> um, I remember when we lived at Trinity Place as well, and. Valian would have his country nut crisps, you know, the Jordan's country crisp, the really expensive stuff. The cereal. Oh, your memory's better than mine. I I, know. That is a top tier cereal. Top tier cereal, right? And it costs a lot of money, and I was very <laughs> poor at the time, um, and I would shove my hand in and eat a bunch of it every day. Do you owe VAD cereal? <laughs> <laughs> I owe had like six boxes by the amount because I'd be like you never notice a handful gone but if you do that handful like two send him an anonymous package yeah <laughs> <Just> <laughs> he doesn't live around here anymore I didn't yeah, like he'd be well happy oh my phone I didn't like the strawberry bits in it so I sprinkled them back in so if he likes them a lot then you know he got the best bits I, c- I was clearing up a lot of most people just want the fruity bits I don't like that but then I found out how fattening oh, why is everyone messaging me all at once Belgian A Road remained closed for days. Kent Online. What kind of news is this? I don't care. Keep it local. Keep it boring. Let's <laughs> <laughs> read the news. Canterbury Road, Ashford is closed for four days. This is news, Jake. The main road in Ashford is closed for four days while South East Water carry out maintenance work. Oh, God. Is everyone just devastated? Actually, I have to drive on that road, but it's not within those four days. Oh, and a tree has been Get removed. A tr- can't. Yesterday, a tree fell onto Canterbury Road, just metres away from where the roadworks are, which caused tailsbacks into Kennington. The tree has now been removed. End of article. Which Thanks. probably killed some bees, which brings us back round to Candyman. Candy what were we saying? Yeah, I don't think in the original two that he deviates. I think he is just that one geezer who yes. got like the honey on him. Yeah, yeah, the sugar puff monster guy and then the woman and things like that. So yeah, there's this weird introduction where he's like 
yeah variables of the Candyman now, isn't he? So, so, so I'll, I'll describe for you some of my best uh, bits of the film. What I really like. the ending was amazing. Apart from the trilophobia the, bit, uh, the original actor for the Candyman's face yes. appears after the yes. police car scene. Yes, 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 and she's in the back, isn't she, the woman? Yeah. yeah. I like the fact that they went, hmm, we've got a film here. It's a bit too serious. Arty, 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 highbrow, highbrow, highbrow. We need to kill some teens. Yeah. And then they Toilets. just went, teens, toilet, be nasty to the black girl. She sits in a cubicle. Yep. Say Candyman five times. It almost, it didn't need that scene, no. but I really liked it anyway. And also the art people who work in the gallery after hours having sex and then Candyman coming to kill him was really unnecessary as well, but they just needed to up the body count. Like that whole, it, s- yeah. it was a cool scene because I watched it and I was like, oh yeah, this is hot because I like, you know, I like blood and stuff like that. So and I, art. Yeah. And, mm, blood. and she quotes Joy Division. He's like, yeah, I get it. You're like, Joy oh Division. yeah, that's right. And, and she's I got was the like, t-shirt on. You hipster idiot. And I loved the shoot down of the hipster. But um, Well, how many times in your head have you thought to someone, yeah, I get it. You like Joy Division. Yeah, I get it. I yeah. have bad teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Just think about Austin Powers every time. Anyone yes, says I've that. heard of Neutral Milk Hotel. Okay, <laughs> thanks, hipster. Get out of my way. Name, name three albums by that band on your t-shirt. Go away. I've been that person. Really? Yeah. Who too? What band? Rem- Ramones. Remember when people, everyone used to wear Ramones t-shirts? I can't name three album names. You could name songs. I used to ask for songs. Oh, I can name a million songs. The best of the Ramones. Uh, Pet Cemetery, Poison Heart. Which yeah, you like 80s. I like 80s. And, and then, yeah, Sh- Sheena Was a Punk. Yeah. I wonder if they ever met the Candyman. They lived in New York. Hey, the Candyman. Something tells me they wouldn't like bees. Get out my mirror. Um... So the moral of the story is, if you get stung by a bee, yeah. go see your doctor. Well, Why did he just leave it? Oh, the main dude, the art dude. Yeah. Because that was quite a big bit of the film. Because he loved the bee. Did he? Who goes to the doctor over a bee sting? Oh, but it got bad. There was a point he started peeling it. Yeah, it was I've, I've had moments like that with dry skin on my feet oh. before, right? I'll do like a pick. Yeah, and like you not? pick and you go, oh, I've gone too far. <laughs> or like when you're taking a nail off. It's like, oh no. <laughs> I'm going to rip half the nail off here. Imagine if and he's going, oh, and there's a little. It was grim. It was really gross. The scenes with his skin, the body like, the body gore on that was disgusting. Um, Imagine if, um, I had a thought, if he genuinely did love the bee and Candyman was just a really graphic version of a bee movie, which is apparently about <laughs> a woman that falls in love with a bee and I've never seen it, but why would I? I don't get it. Uh, yeah, I just... He loved the bee. Um, I don't know. I think most people probably wouldn't go to the doctor over a bee sting. Do you know what I mean? My dog got stung by a bee and she didn't need to, uh, he didn't need to go to the doctor. It wasn't Valkyrie. She's, she seems... She tried to eat a snail. She's eaten spiders. She survives everything. Did you like the insertion of the hook into his handless stump? When I was watching that, I thought, oh, I bet Ra- that turns Rachel on in some way. <laughs> um... I do remember that bit, but that was when he had the skin issue. Ah, so you probably and I wasn't directly. It was when he was being made into the new Candyman. Candyman, yeah, and I was really grossed out heavily by the skin. Audio listeners, if you do have some form of trilophobia or trilophobia, however anyone's pronounce it, the ending of that movie is very trilophobia heavy. It's it, to me, it's personally, I think, of everything I've ever seen, there was two things that have really triggered me in regards to, um, like. Uh, media uh there was a video game i played 
where someone had weird like um i can't describe it you know when tribes tribe people used to scar themselves yeah yeah and he had it all over his face but the way that the game rendered it just made it hideous and i was so nauseous yeah i had to like chew gum to feel less sick and that last scene in Candyman. i'm looking at my newly acquired jar of olives i can see like holes looking at me Oh, I will say the the butthole bit of an olive makes me feel a bit grossed <laughs> out, and I don't know why. Again, I think it's a trilophobia response. Just the way the it green star. Yeah, it's the way it is. It just it, olives gross me out. Um, yeah, Candyman overall. When I went to see it, I was a bit disappointed. I think I'd hyped myself up in it a bit too much. Where I thought it was going to be better than it was. But when I gave it a second watch recently for this podcast, I was like, yeah, do you know what? This isn't that bad. It's, it's got a lot of depth to it. It's got. It's a good watch. It's very enjoyable. It's you know you, you know you can come and go. It's it's not as deep. I would say. I as thought it was us. very well acted. Yes, it's not as deep as us and Get Out, but it's enjoyable. Oh, going back to Get Out just briefly. Yeah. Briefly, sorry uh, to briefly. disrupt the chronology. Um, <laughs> what were those weird... I loved them, but did you notice the strange silent bit where everything just went totally silent? Vump, it happened about three times. I think it's meant to represent um, the hypnosis. I uh, think. Because you know when he falls into the hole, everything yeah. kind of goes like he sounds like he's underwater or there's no sound They at were all. horrific, those scenes. There what wasn't was anything falling? gory or no. nasty or no. painful, but it made you, like existentially made you feel like... I wouldn't want to be like detached from my own brain. It just shows how much they trapped him since the beginning. Because it's just another form of their control. As I said, like if you can't even step outside at night for a cigarette, you're fully trapped. They're watching him all the time. And it, it when I rewatched it again for this podcast, which I think is probably the third time I've seen it, that was one of the things that struck me. I was like, he's never alone. Mm. He's never able to fully be alone for longer than a handful of minutes. And someone's always zero and privacy. Yes, basically, from the minute he got there, mm. he was he was caught, and there was no way out for him. Literally, he couldn't get out from the minute he stepped through that front door. And they awkwardly had drinks on their decked patio with a uh, woman of color serving them, which was just really awkward. That whole thing. Did you know? Where's my? Mm, did you notice that he was the only person? And this really struck me. That said thank you to the lady when she poured the drinks around the table. Yeah. Why didn't they? Because they're acclimatized to having a servant. Was like a automaton. Yeah, robot. and it, it could have been a Jordan Jordan Peele nod to in the olden days, even up to the fifties and the sixties, where we still had in America rather, you know, people of color working as housekeepers and stuff like that. You weren't a servant; you were a housekeeper. You got wage, and you weren't allowed to use the white family's toilet. You know, that was a thing. Mm. People people built toilets outside because they they thought they would catch diseases, which is absolutely insane. And you know, no one thanked them then. You don't thank the home help anymore. I mean, I would. You know, it just you when your family was in south africa you would tell me that there was a lot of sort of like home help people would pam- they w- pump there was gas. but they were very much sort of thanked and as, as uncomfortable yeah. as it felt it yeah they weren't classed as like second class citizens did you never like feel the divide in south africa of you being a white man from a your father being rich yep did you yep wow god i would have hated that but uh, for me, it's all relative. So w- what you would see there is it going from apartheid to sort of fr- not economic freedom, but freedom of a type. Yeah. What they're going through at the moment is trying to battle corruption. And, Aren't we um, all? <laughs> yeah. I, c- I can't hear. What do you mean you can't hear? 
Oh, audio listeners, Jason. Oh, I can. Oh, oh, it's going on and off. My connection's weird. Who are you? Which number are you? Audio listeners, what I'm doing is I'm figuring out Jake's issues. He's he's wafting. Can you hear yourself? Or we're going to just talk. We're going to leave this in. It, yeah, it, it's going on and off. But do you it's want fine. another? Do you want another hole? Shall I insert no, you into I'm another good, hole? Are you it, good? Might, it might be the wire. Oh, the wires. <laughs> oh, so many wires. We'll leave it's you fine. in that one then. It's working now. Thank oh, you. Oh, I've run over my wire now. Look what you've done, Jacob. You've made us move. Oh, God. Anyway, back to what we were saying. So we're going to talk about the one I don't like, Us. I don't like this movie. It's not Val as good as the other two. It's very hot. Look how hot she is. Um, I was hoping that it was going to be like the Candyman and be sort of ghosty or like mm. um, supernatural. It's the most gory of them all. Oh, very gory. But it turns out that it's... Justified? Sci-fi horror. I don't know what yeah. you class it, like cloning. So yeah, yeah. Sci- sci-fi horror. So anyone... It's got holes. Ooh. I mean, that their premise has got massive holes. But, but what I like yeah. about it, what it made me think about the most was... Did the Americans in the eighties really all stand hand to hand across oh, wi- across the whole country? Hands across America was yes. a thing. Yes, it was a thing. Why did they do that? Right, they thought. Oh, I learned about this um, ages ago. Audio listeners, oh, Jake's wafting his wire again. It's all a nightmare. I'm very big on weird pop culture things. I'm very obsessed with like the stupid stuff we've done as as humans. And so, Hands Across America was a sort of you know a positive protest. Um, and they thought 50 million people were going to do it. 16 million only did it. So it became this, and it was... it Was Was there enough? Not to go around the world, I don't think, no. To, I think it was just to go, Sorry, across, just America. go across America. I don't think Big it was. Big country. Big country. Transatlantic highway. Sorry, Utah, uh, we don't have enough to cover you. <laughs> <laughs> Wyoming, you're out. Um, yeah, no, they got... Uh, it basically, it was hugely campaigned. It was massive. Loads of TV adverts. Was, well, I think you see them at the beginning of the movie, don't you? Mm. And it was massive. It's on the t-shirt as well. Yeah, it was a huge, huge thing that was going to be like revolutionary and life-changing and all this other stuff. And yeah, that a bunch of people were like, I'm not holding your hand. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, but they so didn't, didn't tell happen. poor people. Do you know what I would have done instead? Mm. Voted for a less capitalist society with maybe a bit higher tax Jake. to redistribute some wealth <laughs> oh the redistribution of wealth isn't a maybe, thing maybe, maybe that would have helped americans it doesn't matter you have to remember i mean we both know this for a fact that every single president that's been elected into power has been the most it has been the party with the most money behind them it's got nothing to do with voting voting doesn't do anything we're not going to talk about movies anymore. We're oh, going to talk oh, about Russell, <laughs> Russell Brand. I don't. It's true though. It's true. Every single president that we've ever elected, not that we have, ever been elected into a power has come from the party with the most money. It's got absolutely yeah. Campaigning no- matters. It's got nothing to do with. It's got nothing to do with your vote. Your vote means nothing. They've already predecided it. The bo- the votes have been bought almost. What are you doing to my dog? See if she can fix the wire. Um, this film. Other things I really liked about this film mm. was good comedy moments. Yes, there are some in this, yes. The um, yuppie friends that get killed and they're uh, at yeah. the beach with, they're just trash. But Ooh, they're the re- yuppie twins. Oh, God, the kids. Kill I enjoyed the kids. I just saw them going. That was good, yeah. Um, I loved the soundtrack. All it needed... I've got five on it. That played about three times. They even <laughs> mashed that up into their own version of it at the end. Did you notice that? Yes, I did. I, I loved that. All it needed was a bit of Coolio. Oh, and, um, imagine if Gangster's Paradise came on. <laughs> that would have been well good. It's already, th- already copyrighted to a movie. It's from Dangerous Minds in That's the 90s. Right. I was going to say, that it. would very much suit uh, a more cold American setting like Candyman. New York. Mm. New York. Would, that one would suit. Um, what was the other film? Uh, like, where was 
oh, what was it? Just uh, just cheesy nineties rap. Yes, please. And the t-shirts, yeah, the clothes and stuff like that. I mean, if no one knows what us is about, I just summarize it very quickly. It's basically about um, there was an experiment to clone humans, but they couldn't clone their souls. So what they did is the government discarded them underground. Um, they're a bit slow. They're not smart. They're kind of failed humans a they, bit like zombies mm, they're kind of like zombies and one day there's some obscure uprising and they come out of the sewers that they essentially the sewers they're like the teenage mutant Tur- ninja turtles they come out of the <laughs> sewers shredders there and um, they kind of hunt down their doppelgangers um and, and and try and kill them and take their life basically um the the twist of us is the mum who of the main family that we see who are on vacation um she she swapped herself out as a child for a doppelganger, didn't she? So yes. she's been living amongst the humans. That was the big twist. That was the big twist. And she's been living amongst the humans without a soul this whole time, and she flourished. And that's the point, apparently, is that she, without a soul and lacking in all of the empathetic capabilities that we have, was able to fully flourish, get married, have a kid, be successful in my dog is just obsessively flipping around on the floor. Because all yeah. you have to do is just tell your husband that his rubbish speedboat is okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> a soulless person can your boat be is very great. meh. Yeah, and she is, but she is very meh. The only t- she gets riled up a couple of times, but she doesn't seem to really. Yeah, she doesn't say a lot. I've realised no. that afterwards. Mm. And then the doppelganger version of her is the only one of the doppelgangers who can talk. And I the way why they that is. Um, because it probably explains it in the film, but I didn't. I think it. it's because she. I'm trying to remember. So she, when she was watching her doppelganger self up in the human world, she did things like ballet and stuff like that and was quite cultured. And so then her doppelganger version would watch that and then try and reenact it herself. And, and so I think she learned a lot more and was a lot more able to express herself, unlike the other doppelgangers who just kind of didn't. So I think that's probably the uh, reason okay. why, but that's a guess. And imagine this. Imagine, like, you're, you're hyped. You're excited. You've been told you're part of this team that's going to come up onto the surface of the world, okay. take over the world. It's your yeah. time. You've waited your whole life. You've got a red you, jumpsuit you, yeah. and a leather glove. Go. You, yeah, you, you get a pack. Yep. What's in your pack? <laughs> like Boiler warrior. suit. I'm not a mechanic, mate. No. Boiler suit, glove. Put it on. It doesn't matter. And a pair of scissors. Oh, oh. what's my weapon going to be? AK-47. Uh-uh. No. Gold scissors. Craft time. <laughs> some knitting needles, some scissors. Well, and a pack ammunition of, was closed. Yeah. I went to Hobbycraft, mate. Some, a pack of Lisa Frank stickers from the 90s. You know, like, <laughs> oh, it's a kitten. And then just, yeah. And then why have they only got one glove? What's one glove got to do with any of it? I don't know. What are they, Michael Jackson? I know. Freddie. I know, yeah. I know that Jordan Peele is, you know, representing black culture. But Michael Jackson got white real quick. Maybe it was a link to golfers. They oh, have one I glove. played golf the other day and I hurt my Maybe arm. Maybe that's just something about one glove. Maybe it's some... Power. Club. Oh, a club was used for a lot of killing. Yes, there and was. And poker. Yeah, and the scissors. And I, I just, I found, when I watched, there were so many things personally about us, and this wasn't a trial of phobia situation, thank God. I found her voice really draining, um, the way that the doppelganger woman spoke, because she kind of speaks in that high-pitched screeching sort of way. I just kind of... I, I had to put on the subtitles. I couldn't understand yeah, she was, what she, she was, was saying. Annoying. And I found that with, with us, there were so many, and it's renowned for this, sort of plot hole left... Not plot holes, but unleft story sort of threads, if you will. So I think sometimes that can be good. Yeah. But when you've copied every single human being mm. and put them underground, yeah. people are going to notice that. 
Like, there's no explanation about how that happened. Yeah. You swore. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you did really well. You did Shiz. really Shiz. Shiz Now, who cares? I've had people swear before. Um, actually, I, I, you're with me. You know, we've been friends forever. I swear a lot, don't I? Yeah, you're good on this. I know. I, th- I feel like someone should give me, Chris, our boss, some kind of award. <laughs> no, no, that's not fair because we have another podcaster. He's an absolutely lovely guy, Ian. If you're listening, hello. Ian is a big swearer, and uh, whenever we do podcasts as, as you know, the UK film review team, if you will, me and Ian kind of get our swears out in the pregame, like while we're in the where we get together and we get ready and we're trying to in the on the little Zencaster chat, and everyone's getting the swears out. And me and Ian are like this, that's f that s, you know, and we go on and we're like, so welcome to the show, guys, and everyone's so well are done. We're not in a like a post swearing economy now society I think, I think the reason for it is like no one seems to care anymore no i know i think it's something to do with spotify you're massive, you're massive. <laughs> i think it's something to do with spotify where if you swear it can't be classed as like uh, the family friendly thing oh it's limited so it's limited so yeah then you're you're slimming down your audience and obviously we're a we're a baby podcast everyone we're we're new we haven't even been going a year net year yet so we're kind of like you know you have to do everything to build up these avenues, don't you? And stuff like that. So I think that's why we don't swear. I mean, if we could get to like the point where it didn't matter, I would love it. We could pop off and swear. I just swear constantly. It'd be great. But no, but yeah, uh, yeah, me and Ian, we're the big swearers and we both we get through it. Um, where were we going? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just didn't. There were so many things about us where I didn't just, I didn't find that I think, personally, I didn't connect to anyone on the screen. I yeah, I didn't care yeah, if didn't anyone care. died. And uh, you know, I like the other two films I did. Yep, you care about the dude getting out. You care about the gross girlfriend getting her comeuppance. Candyman is. You do have empathy for the Val. Stop being suspiciously close to the wires. Why must you? Every time there's a podcast, she goes for the things that we're using. The, the whole room is huge, Val. I haven't time for this. And yeah, and I just yeah, I didn't connect. So I will, you know, out of the three, which is your favorite? My least favorite is us. We know that. What's your favorite? Um. Get Out probably Definitely, was yeah. the it was the newest. I couldn't predict it. It yeah. was um, it was like oh and mm, mm, and and, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and then those. what? But, but Candyman was miles better than I was expecting it to be because yeah. I know you don't straight away dislike a remake. You you're very good at giving remakes. Yeah, a I'll give it. Was a it bash. Amityville? You Amityville Horror is a great remake, and yeah. I think a lot of people don't give it the energy it deserves. It's a really really good one. Ryan Reynolds, very serious role for him. He really sort of branched out as an actor. This is a guy who did Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place, and you know films like Waiting, just slapstick comedy. Van Wilder, Van Wilder's university films, dumb Chad energy roles, and he stepped into this role, and yeah, hats mm. off to him. And it was very good. It was very. It was a very promising remake, and it, it really was good. I liked that one. So I was worried it remake would be, on it'd be a lot like other remakes. Yeah. And it's like, oh, mm. can't you like think of something new? But actually, the good. way they intertwined it and added to the mystique and the lore, mm. um, I think the, the people sort of connected with the originals would think, okay, yeah, I can, I I can live with that. And I think it gave enough backstory to create a new generation and a new audience i think if they carry on with it then that's the mistake i don't think jordan peele would do that but who am i i don't know you jordan peele they've definitely left it open to be they have though yeah and i'm a bit worried about that the new halloweens are just a nightmare so i'm just hoping that that's not gonna yeah, but you like them when they're rubbish no i will say this uh, oh was it rubbish rubbish oh it's rubbish rubbish i've seen them both <coughs> 
the Excuse the me? two new ones that have come out, I think one was 2019, and then I think the other one was 2022 because of COVID. Um, terrible, terrible. The last one I went to see, I almost walked out of the cinema because I couldn't watch it anymore. And the new one's going to... It's terrible. And the new one's going to come this year. And I'm at the point where I'm like, do I even want to watch this? Do I even... This, the last one was so bad. Like, it's just... It's trash. Did you say Halloween or Friday the 13th? Halloween. Okay. They've, got, they've had three new Halloween films coming out. So, obviously, we've had the first two and we've got the final one. And I can't. I can't. And this is meant to be the very last one. Hi. Yeah, you said that with Halloween H20, which is actually a really good movie. And I proper love it. But, like, I don't believe that this is the last one. And I don't... I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought you'd say that. It's just not good. They've ruined you've ruined it, Hollywood. <laughs> whoever you are, Val's getting a proper kick on. Look at her go. She's been very prevalent in this episode. She's. I don't know. <laughs> don't know what's going. What are your listeners? She's. She keeps flipping on her back. She's smacking herself in the head. Looks she tries, possessed almost. She's trying to get Jake's soup. She's upset. I think she's frustrated. I don't know. I think it's, hot. it's very hot, everyone. Yeah, hot for a dog. It's hot for her. She's got no mouth. She's brachycephalic. Life's a nightmare. She won't settle down. Come on, Val. Just settle down. There's, do, you want a, do you want a burger from the tin? <laughs> Leave my burgers. Yeah. Almost swore again there. Oh, what? The burgers. But anyway, um... Yeah, my favourite one's Get Out, 100%. I can take or leave us. I was surprised by how much I enjoyed watching Candyman again. I was like, yep, this is great. Uh, but Get Out is just such a classic film. As I said, it's so accessible for everyone. I wouldn't even class it as a horror. It's definitely a psychological thriller. Um, but, you know, just was as we're coming to the end of the show, I, I don't actually have to round up the end of the show by discussing you, because you're here. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Hi there. So that kind of saves a segment, which is always really good. Um... The real Akumas haven't made much effort today, have they? Uh. I think Val's been taking up all the pod gang energy. She what, what do they normally do? Nothing. Okay. Sometimes I reference them. I think Papa Kuma's looking after your olives quite well, isn't he? Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Whatever. I want to um, get sound bites of real Akuma sounds. Who's that one on the right? Kyla Kuma, I think it's pronounced. Yeah. See, now, audio listeners, what we do is we have two, I just call them the Rila Kumas, but one's Rila Kuma, I think one is pronounced Kyla Kuma, which is like the lady version of the Rila Kumas. And now we have, of course, Papa Kuma. We do have a new podcast gang guest to join next episode as well, which is shocking. Oh, oh and talking of which, because we're rounding up the show, next episode, it's Halloween. Can you, can you believe we're that far into the year? Yeah. Ki- let's just all kill ourselves. It's terrible. Um, let's talk about how time moves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, next episode I'm going to be doing Scooby Doo. <laughs> Why is that so funny to you? Are they horror films? There's ghosts. Yeah, there's reveals. There's reveals. There's sexy teens. So um, I'll be doing the next episode with Luke. Very excited for him to come on the show. And we're doing. Um, we've watched the two main ones. You know, the human ones with Math- my heart's Rob Matthew Lillard. Such a sexy boy. And then I'm going to pick three of the biggest. Um, grossing of the animated films that they did i've already watched the wwe one with john cena in it dun, 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 dun. yeah it's good it's good animated with yeah, john cena it's john cena do they pull his face off in it to mask oh, i can't remember like triple h is on the i watched the animated version of supernatural with scooby-doo do you remember the tv show supernatural i don't know if you've ever seen it Ugh. they did a crossover ep- yeah they did a crossover episode with scooby-doo we watched that one as well so yes Audio listeners, next month is going to be the Scooby-Doo Halloween special. There will be sweet treats. There will be um, things that I've come up with for sweet treats that are uh, obscure and long and may not work out in my favour. But I'm going to try because I don't want to disappoint anyone, especially not co-hosts who get bribed with food. And also, finally, just to to sum up the episode, um, 
we're now offering sponsorship which is lovely chris and uh, i think it was brian they had their episodes sponsored by a film company which was fantastic news for us we're all growing together we're all enjoying the the, the move forward and if you would like to have us sponsor your project your movie your film festival maybe even your dollar shave club like all the youtubers <laughs> do or nordvpn which is a popular <laughs> one you, you just advertise yeah them. just advertising bro maybe you're real akuma maybe you're uh wait hang on Wessler's mealtime hamburgers. Maybe you could be. Imagine if Wessler sponsored the show, because we've <laughs> spoke about them. That would be amazing. <laughs> I'd give you the burgers. Whatever it is, please do visit you know www.ukfilmreview.co.uk and follow for details on there. You can go to the contact section. You can email us, and we can help you out with your sponsorship needs. And who doesn't want to hear me talk about your brand movie? or film festival i don't care what it is i'll sponsor i'll talk about it and i will love your product slash movie slash film festival slash anything because i know how to act <laughs> <laughs> because hold come on meat companies <laughs> get a vegan to sell your products <laughs> come on westler's four burgers and onion gravy mum's choice meal times made easy for 155 which wasn't the price i paid so inflation dear no i paid less oh now, I'll tell you a tale, Jake. Mm. I saw them a year ago, and they were 99p. So I went there, Tuesday, I think it was, on Monday. They got up to pound nineteen. Oh. Tough times. That's inflation. But on the tin, it says 155 So technically, I've done a saving. Cashback. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a cashback. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show. No, thank you for inviting me. Even with your flight disease that you got. You've really brought the energy, which is excellent. I'm glad you came. And audio listeners, finally, Jake's been on a show. And we, we don't have to talk... I'm a real boy. Yes, we don't have to talk about your need for cans. I'll probably bring you up in this in the Halloween episode. Feel free. You've got to give me something spooky to talk about. Maybe you'll drop a pumpkin or so. You're very clumsy. Yes. Yes, I forgot. That, that is a thing. We've never discussed how you can't have <laughs> things thrown at you. Thanks for mentioning my neurological disorder. <laughs> It's not an actual disorder. I have ADD and trilophobia. We talk about it all the time. No one's going to... No True. One's, no one's judging the fact that if I throw something at you, you make a weird noise. I'm very good at dropping things, but react very quickly if something frightens me. Is it just across the board? I thought it was just if I threw stuff at you. That or if something touches my head that I don't realise is coming. Oh. Did I tell you about when I was driving and a bee threw... <laughs> nothing to do with Candy the podcast. Man. Yes. No, it's themed. A bee came in my window while I was driving passenger side, so I don't have AC because opening the windows, everyone, is free AC. Anyway, the bee flew in my face while I'm driving down a thin country lane. I punched myself in the head with my massive ring and then the bee just flew out. <laughs> I punched myself in the head and the next Don't day be doing that down a thin country lane oh d- terrible and I had a little bee bruise the next day <laughs> a little bee sponsored bruise hey it could have been worse it could have bitten you and you turned into the candy oh lady. and the trilophobia would have got to me have some sweets kids yeah it was a nightmare so if you want to talk about horrifying quick weird over the top reactions that was me on Nash Lane can driving I d- with a bee in the car can Big I just one. say I love the fact you've picked the least scary horror thing yeah. to deal with on the most horror part of the year. You mean Scooby-Doo? Yeah. That's why I went for it. Because everyone's going to expect me to talk about like Halloween, Friday the 13th, you know, the big hitters, what, you know, the big boy movies, uh, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street and all those other kind of films. And I just was like, no, I'm just going to watch Scooby-Doo. I think it pops <laughs> off. Kick back. Yeah, we're going to kick back. I've got to watch three more Scooby-Doo animated films. They could do with a thick slice of diversity in their little group. Are you trying <laughs> 
Yes, oh my god, yeah. Why for some reason did I think Velma was Asian for a minute there? I was like, is she Asian? No, she just wears glasses. Um, two aren't two have nothing to do with each other. Yeah, they're all white. Jordan Peele just directs the next Whitewash. Oh, it really was. It was the I 60s. Mean, I guess, no, I'm not gonna say Was it the sixties or the seventies? No, I was gonna say like technically Scooby Doo is brown, but He is. But that doesn't count. Also, <laughs> most great Danes are grey, so it's weird that he's brown. Oh, I didn't realise he was a flavour of dog. He is a flavour, yeah. He's uh, a particular brand, Great Dane, apparently. Yeah. Well, what did you think he was? Oh, if you ever want to try and Mongrel. put yourself in my brain of love of food, mm. think of how much Scooby-Doo loves food. Zoinks. Sandwiches. Sandwiches. And picnics are like top Oh, notch. yeah, and they like pizza. Do you know what I was thinking? And this sounds really odd. I was thinking about doing the podcast and then, because I know what Luke's favourite pizza is, uh, and I was going to order it and then halfway through the episode, someone turns up and there's a knock on the door and I'll be like, who's there? Why don't you go and answer it, Luke? <laughs> and it's like a Domino's pizza. But then he wouldn't be able to eat it because the show's going on and he's one of those people who, like me, won't eat food unless it's fresh. So then it'd be a waste of a pizza. Not a problem for me. No, not a problem for you. So I'll just sit on your couch, just not be part of the podcast. Eat it, yeah. But um, yeah, so that was a plan because I was like, oh, that'd be really funny if someone comes to the door, but he won't eat food if it's gone cold. He won't reheat. He's not. He's a reheat. like a normal person. Yeah, I won't reheat food either. I think it's gross. I'll just eat it cold. I know I lots of people. That. To be honest, Jake, you're not the minority. I'm me and Luke are the minorities. I know a lot of people that reheat. Freaks. It just doesn't taste as good. I tried it with McDonald's chips once. Oh, I had, that's grim. I had tepid cardboard. Oh, and cheese. You can't recook melted cheese no. because sh- everyone, are you enjoying listening to us talk about how cheese yeah. ages Signing through off time? Here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get to a point. Anyway, that was my plan. I can't do it because Good luck with that. I just don't think it's viable. I mean, he's not going to eat it and he can't eat hot wings, which is part of his favorite part of the order. He's a hot wing boy. So I have to have hot wings as a side. And you can't eat hot wings and talk. It's a very con- like pizza. You can have a bite and carry on. But you like say that there's a whole massively successful YouTube yeah. that involves people eating hot wings and talking to each other. Have you not seen it? Yes, hot ones. Yes. Hot ones. It's called hot ones. And the yeah. famous person has to try and keep their cool yeah. while frying in the mouth. I just don't think he would. He doesn't eat while he talks. He's a consumer. I've seen him. I've seen it. I've seen him eat. It's terrifying. <laughs> no one's like you know. Sometimes some people are it's like chomper. Yeah, some people are social when they talk, and some people just aren't. Yeah, and some people just hunker down. He's a hunker down boy. I had an ex boyfriend who was a hunker down boy, and once the food arrived, focus, hundred percent, laser like on the food. He would shower it in, and then he'd be ready to talk. I'm more opulent on a <laughs> cha- Roman chaise lounge with grapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And oh, a bit of chatter, blah 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 blah. Yeah. Bring out the gladiators, <laughs> your hedonism bot from Futurama. Where are you, Red? I've been practicing my stabbing. <laughs> I was saying that to someone yesterday. Um, enough Futurama references. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been thank a pleasure. You. It's been fantastic. You've been very my entertaining. Um, you can enjoy listening this uh, back to this uh, next Thursday and cringing at the sound of your own voice like everyone does. Um... Uh, what was I going to say? Follow us on all our usual social medias. We're on Instagram at UK Film Review. Of course, we're at the website, like I said, ukfilmreview.co.uk. And of course, here we are on Spotify at the UK Film Review Podcast. Please do give us a like uh, and a follow and all of the 
buttons that you can press. It's all greatly appreciated because we love you so much here in the uh, screen test world and in the UK Film Review podcast world. And please do go listen to our other hosts and presenters and their fabulous shows. I do believe that Gay Actually, the new episodes just come out as well from Amber. So that will be nice for everyone to listen to. And if you're not listening to him, then just listen to my show. I don't mind. Whatever. Just let's get the analytics up. Time to be a podcaster. Um, algorithms. Algorithms. Give me the algorithms. Yeah, I'm going to go. <laughs> I hope you enjoy your meat. <laughs> Thanks for the burgers. <laughs> and the olives. And the olives. So it's goodbye from me. It is goodbye from Jake. Bye-bye. And it is goodbye from the real Akumas, Val and the Giggly Wiggly. I hope everyone stays spooky and has a great weekend. Goodbye, everyone. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.